So business money management is not an intuitive thing. It's something that we need to be taught. It's something that we need to learn how to manage. And you know, a lot of times there's some shame around money and we just don't really go and learn what we need to learn. But guess what? That's why you're here. Thanks for joining me on the Profit Accelerator podcast. I'm Don Kennedy, your host with tips, strategies, and real solutions to help you make more money and more importantly, keep more profit in your business because we know having more profit means having more impacts. Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Profit Accelerator podcast. I am so excited today to have Shauna Beckman here. Uh, She is incredible. I've actually worked with her myself when it's come to my sales messaging because she is an amazing sales coach and she's got a process that has made millions and millions of dollars in sales. She's closed lots of money. So Shauna, welcome to the program. What's up, everybody? I did like your last post that I saw on Instagram. I thought it was really, really good. The one about your program that was that's opening. I was like, oh, this is so good. Yes. The idea that making more sales doesn't necessarily make you more money, but I definitely wanted to talk about how sales primes the pump, because I think in some ways people are a little timid around making the sales and we don't, we have to have sales coming into the funnel or into the pump, if you will, before we have anything to manage. So um, why don't you tell everyone who you are and exactly what you do? Yeah. 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 So those of you who don't know me, like you said, my name is Shauna. It's really nice to to be here with all of you guys listening. I am. Um, I'm from Minnesota, lived there my whole life and recently relocated to Alabama with my family about three years ago. And I uh, graduated from the University of Minnesota with a degree in family social science. I was part of the generation where they were like, do what you love and you'll never, you'll make all this money and never really have to work. Well, <laughs> I couldn't really find a job with that kind of degree back in 2008. And I ended yeah. up actually in the tissue donation industry, which was totally random and kind of crazy, but it was a really, really rewarding job where I was approaching families for tissue donation moments after their loved ones had died. So typically if you indicate maybe on your driver's license or in your will that you want to be a donor, there's a particular process that you go through or that your family goes through after you pass, right? And I would facilitate that conversation, either ask them to consider donation or let them know what the next steps would look like. Um, to, to honor those wishes. Right. So anyway, so I did that for a year and they would never say what we did was sales. Um, it's, it's completely ethical, you know, like you're, again, you're just really helping these families navigate a a decision in a really awkward and really vulnerable situation. So I love that job and it was really great. Like I said, but uh, my family would relocate in between where we are now. We spent three years in Connecticut while my husband was getting his PhD or while he, after he got his PhD, he kind of had like this internship. So we're in Connecticut and I had five kids within seven years. And so we had all these kids kind of back to back to back and we were living in a really expensive place and we needed to find a way to make more money. And I had to figure out how to do this from home. And so I had casually just started helping friends navigate their own awkward conversations, but it was a graphic designer, right? Who was waiting on a payment. It was someone who felt ghosted by a, a, you know, a job offer, or maybe somebody who needed a raise or was up for, you know, maybe a new position at work. So it's all these sort of conversations around money. And 
long story short, I spent the next like three or four years just helping people navigate again, their own awkward conversations so they could get paid. And then out of that born all sorts of crazy opportunities where I've been hired to, you know, hired to speak. Um, Companies have hired me to train their franchises. I have been recruited for like major sales events. So it's been like a wild ride and it naturally just came out of that. How do I, you know, again, just kind of finesse my way through this conversation that can feel kind of scary when it's time to get paid. So I love that. So navigating those awkward conversations, I think any entrepreneur listening to this podcast right now is like, I feel seen. (laughs) I feel seen. Um, Because yeah, isn't that what it feels like sometimes? And I understand that it can feel very scary to put yourself out there as an entrepreneur. It can feel like, oh my gosh, I'm laying myself out there to be judged in some way and all these other things. But I definitely want to, you know, understand what the, I guess the steps are for someone to navigate that awkward conversation so that they can feel like it's a little bit more expected that this is kind of how we do this. And it doesn't have to feel like it's a chore or that it's something has to be done, you know, like a robot. And you see these things online. And and again, some things work for some people that don't work for Mm -hmm. others, but you know, they lead with the questions and the questions and the questions and the questions. And I I tell you, I see some of this over and over and they'll slide into my, my, you know, DMS there on social sometimes. And I'll see things like, you know, so how long have you been coaching? It's like, if you want to start a conversation with me, maybe we should get to know each other a little bit. Maybe we should go visit each other's websites. You know, there's lots of ways that you can learn a little background around people. Um, and you know, I think that that is where some people kind of go off the rails a little bit. They're like, I don't want to sell like that. Like, I don't want to sell. So how can we navigate what you call these awkward conversations so people can feel like they're really empowered and they are doing, like you said, this valuable service. Yeah, absolutely. So Essentially, I have this like 3.5 part process in which most relationships and conversations are going to go for you if you're trying to sell. And when somebody is just kind of showing up in your DM, they're like, hey, I liked your profile and I'm curious, how long have you been a coach? Or I'm curious about how long you've been in business for. They're missing step one and two. They just jump right into a conversation and they're assuming like one that you even want to talk to them <laughs> and like, like that it's even relevant, right? Like, so I, I, I agree that's, that's going to be really weird. And so what I want to do is I would just back it up a little bit and I would, I would get, I would first get clear about the type of people that you like. Right. So most most sort of like business advice will start with, you know, you got to narrow down on a niche or you got to pick an industry. And what I like to how I like to think about it is your ideal client starts with you. So who do you like? Who can you talk to? Who do you feel comfortable around? Right. Because that's naturally going to lead to the second step, which is like a connection. And I like to think about connection from three points. You either have to have a shared value, a shared experience, or a shared sense of humor before you can really even open up a conversation. And so if 
if I was, if I was that person who kind of showed up in your DM, right. And was like, Hey, how long have you been in business for? I would have spent a little bit of time gathering like information, right. I would have checked out your website. I would have found something that we had in common. And if you're somebody that like, I would want to be friends with, like, are you somebody that is interested? And that's exactly how our relationship started. Right. Right. I knew somebody who was connected to you. And I basically putzed on your website. I found a blog post that I really liked. And then I connected with you on that blog post. Like that was the talking off point. So I was actually coming with something to give you rather than take something from you. And so I think this is kind of like, uh, 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 something that isn't emphasized in the sales conversation that is really, really missed that will make the conversation about what you do or how you might be able to help this person. Um, yeah, like easier. Right. So does that make sense? Let me stop you right there. So when you did this, you did this also from a place of real authenticity. This is something that resonated with you. Yeah. And I think sometimes people are told, well, go online and friend people, or, you know, you'll just look for your ideal client. And um, the advice that I heard most recently that I, and again, some things work for some people that don't work for others. And I'm of a different generation also. So I'm going to just throw that out there. I'm a little older. We didn't have social media. So it's a new thing for me. Um, You know, this idea that go and, you know, see people you admire and see who's following them and then go follow their followers and then go follow their followers likes and go to their posts and comment on their posts. And I'm thinking, boy, that seems really like a lot of work. Mm -hmm. If you if you don't. Yeah. So, you know, this idea that you're authentically looking for the people that resonate with you, the people that are saying things in a way that makes sense to you. Not everybody's going to speak your language. Not everybody, you know, is, is going to be the person that speaks to you in a way that you feel comfortable. Um, So I like that idea that, you know, you're doing this, not, not just, you know, it's not only just an authentic is a word gets thrown around a lot, uh, but it's truly from this place of, wow, you know, this really spoke to me and I really want to get to know this other person. Um, I try to keep my, my network like really, really, really small, right? Like I don't want 10,000 friends. I don't want 5,000 friends. All you really need is like everything that you want is behind like one conversation. So if I can have like one really meaningful conversation with somebody who is cool and like, we're like vibe, like we're resonating with each other, right? That can do more for your business than like 10,000 people. So yeah, I think that there's something to be said about like maximizing your efforts, but it, it has to start with you, right? Like you actually have to think about who you like and who resonates with you and spend a little bit of time. Like, and I mean, it's just like a couple minutes. Like, I mean, people are pretty open and honest everywhere online. Right. And so it's like that saying that's before you give attention you or before you get attention, you have to go give it. Right. And um, yeah. Anyway, this is, I I'm, I'm sort of getting off track, but I'm just, I'm bloviating a little bit, but you get what I'm saying. It's like, Yeah. It's if you are the type of business who only needs maybe a handful of clients, like every single month, I can't think of a faster way than to do it this way, because what will happen is even if you don't buy, you will connect me to other clients because we have a real like friendship, 
right? We have, we have created goodwill with each other. So it's natural that if you're out and about and you're, you hear that, you know, maybe somebody's struggling with their sales or they got ghosted on a proposal, who's the first person that you're going to think of? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I hope you think of me. Right. And so that's, that's how business gets done. And yeah. And so I just, I really try to live that out in such a way that it is emphasized throughout my sales conversation that if you don't become a client, that's perfectly fine. I know that because we're friends and I share your stuff and talk about you and, you know, create that goodwill with you, you're going to reciprocate and connect me with someone who will buy. And I'm perfectly fine with that. You know, absolutely. That also kind of leads into this idea too, that you will find the people that you are meant to do business with. Mm -hmm. There is also this um, piece of, you know, timing has to be right. And you will find those people, you will meet the people that you are supposed to be doing business with. And, you know, we, that can, we can get into the universe and and we can get into what some people refer to as the woo woo later, but the idea is that it all has to kind of come together. And sometimes you meet somebody who meets somebody and that person connects you to another person who you are meant to do business with. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, every connection, every opportunity, like you said, to have the shared values and the shared experiences and things. Those are the people that you do need to be looking for and making sure you're making connections to, to make the sales, maybe not today, but in the future, business is a long-term thing. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So what's our next step after we've made this connection? You essentially have like the first two stages, right? Which is curious. You get curious about who you like and I'm curious about the other person. And then you find the connection. Like what, what do you guys have in common? What sort of that theme between the two of you? And then once you have the connection, you're going to start to move into a conversation. Now you, you could be in this stage for a little bit, right? Or you could be in this stage. This stage could go by really fast. There's it's, it's dynamic. So it's hard for me to give it like a formula. So you kind of got to lead into your intuition a little bit, or just hire me and show me your screenshots and your conversation and I can help you. But essentially you're going to start to have a back and forth conversation and At the point in the conversation where they know you and they have a pretty good idea of what you do, I think that's a safe bet to either ask the other person if that is something that they might need help with or what projects that they're working on where you might be able to help them or connect them to somebody else. And then if they don't, just tell the other person in that conversation phase that you, you know, like if they happen to stumble across somebody who might or stumble across somebody who would need help with that type of thing, that an introduction or a kind word goes a long way and you'd be happy to return the favor. Okay. And again, it's, it's, it's also a little bit different of a conversation because most of the time it's going to be happening online, right? Where, you know, maybe a couple days go by maybe they respond and they forgot about it. And so really you're still interacting with them as if like no time has gone by and there's no lapse. And it's just, again, a little bit more dynamic, but yeah, you're essentially facilitating a conversation um, maybe about what they're working on or, you know, what they're up to. I mean, people are like sharing a lot of their life online. And so it's really easy to say something meaningful and intentional. I think where most people get into trouble is where, the, what they're saying just isn't, it's just not anything. Most people don't really say anything. And so if you can really tell maybe 
in this point in the conversation, like what you see in the other person, why they matter, like encourage them, um, can again, really go a long way into just opening up the conversation about what you do and how you can help. I love this. So I'm going to be really honest and say, this doesn't sound to me like sales. It doesn't sound to me at all like sales, but you know, tell us how much money do you close in sales on a regular basis? Oh my gosh. I just closed like 30,000 within the last like three weeks for this company that I've been with. So like it ebbs and flows, right? There's lots of times where I'm doing 50,000, 60,000, 10,000. It ebbs and flows, but I mean, um, it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money, right? It, it makes a big difference in people's bottom line. And that's the thing you don't, like, if you're doing it right, sales shouldn't feel weird. Yeah. You you, you really are, if, if you're, what do I want to say? It's like, your sales is facilitating a conversation of somebody's own need for a thing. And if it happens to be your thing, that's awesome. That's great. And I hope that you say that. Say, I'd love to help you. Like, let's talk about what the terms or the expectations of this particular package would look like for you. Or if you can't, you just tell you, you, you get them what they need, maybe from somebody else or another connector who could, you know, who could benefit. Right. No, I, I absolutely love this. And I hope that all of our listeners take away this idea that, you know, we're going to talk about sales priming the pump and we're talking about closing thousands and thousands of dollars, but without really having to go and, you know, create a lot of different conversations that are inauthentic or feel yucky um, or have it so that they are working very, very difficult, um, I guess, timelines when it comes to sales. And I think what I mean by that is you hear people and they're like 30 minutes a day, 30 minutes a day, you have to go in there and do that. And this is why I wanted to invite you on. There are a lot of people out there who call themselves online sales coaches. Mm -hmm. And like I said, some things will work for some people, maybe more than others. But I think a lot of my listeners are a lot like me. And I know that I came to you and I got a package from you and you helped me with my messaging and you helped me look at things in some different ways and different perspectives because I needed that um, because I was uncomfortable with, you know, going in and continuing conversations at some points because I'm, yeah. I'm a different kind of person. I, I'm the kind of person who's like, nope, I need that. I'm going to sell. I'm going to go buy it. <laughs> so I don't necessarily need a whole lot of talking to Um, but this right here, the way that you do this makes it feel like it's not sales. You really are solving a problem because if you can't solve it, you will pass them off to somebody who can. And I think that's the other key to sales is that you have to be willing to say, I'm not your person, but I can find you the one who is. Yeah. And I just fundamentally believe that if you're, if you're talking to somebody who likes you and you like them, who just happens to know what you do, it's naturally going to lead to more sales. Like it doesn't have to be complicated any more than that, but either you're not talking to them, you're talking to the wrong person, or you never actually told them what the heck you do, right. Or who you might be able to help. Right. So it, it goes back to the days when I was, you know, facilitating tissue donation. I never wanted, it's, it's, 
I, I didn't want anybody to feel pressure to say yes. I didn't want people to feel pressure like they had to say no. But when you're in an emotionally intense situation, like your brain kind of shuts down, right? Like you can't see clearly, you can't think clearly. And in, in, in real life, it's just kind of the same sort of thing, right? You've got kids everywhere. You've got this problem, that problem. You're like, everything is emotionally charged and you can't really make a decision. And so what you're trying to do in the sales conversation, again, is just to facilitate a level of awareness about like, okay, what do you want? How are we going to get there? Like, is this something that I could help you with? Or maybe somebody else like, you know, and, and most people are like, they want to talk about what's important to them. You know what I mean? Like if somebody, if somebody actually sat me down and they said, all right, Shauna, like, what, what do you want out of life? What are you trying? Why are you working so hard for? What can, how can I really help you get where you want to go or accomplish this or do that? Right? Like my husband barely does that. (laughs) You know what I mean? And so, so there's something to be said about, you know, being able to finesse that conversation with people and they'll love you for life. Right. Right. This has been absolutely amazing. So Shauna, I know there are going to be some people on here who are going to be like, I need this method. I need this method. I know um, that Shauna is going to be my person. So how can people find you online? Yeah, yeah. The the best way is probably Instagram. I kind of live there on and off all day, but I also have a website at heyheyshaunamay.com and um, a podcast called Consensual Sales that you can tune into. Yes, Consensual Sales. I listened to that and um in fact, you moved recently and you were without internet and I went to catch up on it and you didn't have any episodes loaded. <laughs> oh, it's been so embarrassing for me to reach out and go, how come you don't, <laughs> and I completely <laughs> forgot you didn't have internet. So that was a moment. That was one of my moments. Not, not a good one, but that was one. So yeah, wonderful. I, I thank you so much for being here and we're going to put all the links down into the show notes. So if you want to listen to consensual sales or bite-sized, amazing little podcast pieces, talking to you about how to get your sales up and how to do it with integrity and in the right way. And then, yeah, tag her on Instagram. You're going to love it. Her and her babies. That's the whole point. Yeah. Come say hi to me. I'd love that. Yeah. And Don, I just want you to know too, like, I appreciate you. I think that you're one of the smartest people I know and you care so deeply about your clients and you're just, you're wicked sharp and, um, you, you really make a big difference in people's lives. So I appreciate you and the work that you're doing as well. Wow. Thank you so much for saying that. I appreciate it. Well, thank you so much for attending, attending to, or listening in. I, I have no words after that. <laughs> thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Profit Accelerator podcast. And I can't wait to hear you on the next or see you or you listen in on the next episode. Take care. Thank you so much for joining me today on this episode of the Profit Accelerator Podcast. If you'd like to learn more and grab some free resources, just head over to entremoneycoach.com and you'll find the links and freebies. Take care and I can't wait to talk to you again next time on the Profit Accelerator Podcast.